You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. On the last episode, we discussed um, ultralight backpacking versus lightweight luxury backpacking, which is better. Um, well, we, I clearly won that debate. Obviously. Yeah. It was pretty obvious to everyone that, um, well, so it just depends on what you, what you want. But we do want to spend just a little time talking about some of the luxury items that you can add to your backpacking gear that isn't going to weigh you down too much. Um, you really can um, go lightweight, I mean sub 30 pounds, and have luxuries and, and make a really comfortable camp. And so we just want to talk about a few of those things that we carry at our shop that we suggest to our uh, our clients, our Customers, clients, clients, clients. Yeah, clients, customers. I like clients, clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds, sounds better. A little, little more upscale. More professional. Um, so things that we suggest to our clients to make their backpacking experience that much more comfortable without totally weighing them down. So Chase, what is your first suggestion for luxury backpacking? You item? know, typically when one of my clients comes up to me and asks me, right you know, about luxury items that aren't going to weigh them down. My number one luxury item is the Helinox Chair Zero. Okay. Um, weighs one pound, one ounce, so it's not that heavy. And you get a chair, and I'm telling you and what. it packs to the size of like a, a burrito, like a yeah, California burrito. It's it's not very big, super light. I just throw it on the outside, either in a water bottle pocket or just like strap it on the outside. So you could throw it inside, whatever. But every single trip I've been on with that chair – I get to camp and people are like, dang, I want that <laughs> chair. And then they fill my pack and they're like, wow, your pack's light and you brought a chair with you. How much does that chair weigh? One pound, one ounce. How much did Crazy Creeks weigh? Or do they're probably a pound and a half, two pounds probably. Because I would always take a Crazy Creek. And I think that's amazing because I put it as a pad into my tent when uh-huh. not in chair use. Right. And then you just find a log or a rock and you put it on there and then that's your chair and but like people are jealous of the crazy creek right mm-hmm. i think i broke all my crazy creeks so <laughs> i'm about to get a chair zero now those you, you should the helinox chairs are surprisingly comfortable like crazy comfortable to the point where i prefer those over you know the foldable uh camp chairs that you take to a soccer game or whatever i we take our helinox chairs because we think they're more comfortable mm. we we have Helinox chairs. My uncle's in town right now, and he has a couple of Helinox chairs that he brought with him. And we've been having family over a lot in the last couple of days. And we've set up our Helinox chairs around the house, and they get used over 
the sofa over the (laughs) folding metal chairs people love the helinox chairs because they're so comfortable so they're always used yeah now there's a bunch of ripoff helinox brands out there how much is the helinox chair the chair one the chair one is 99 i believe and the chair zero is 120 i think so yeah 120 i think so 100 bucks um yeah and the chair zero is half the weight of the chair one so Mm -hmm. the chair one's two pounds chair zero is one pound but they are almost identical to look at. Like chair zeros, maybe not quite as tall, but it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of knockoff brands out there. Um, there's Travel Travel Chair. Mm-hmm. Is that the brand? Yeah. So <clears throat> they're uh, they've been around for a while, um, but they just kind of did a knockoff design of the Helinox, and we used to carry them. And we'd have customers come in and sit in the Helinox and the Travel Chair. The Travel Chair was sixty bucks. Helinox was 100 bucks, still is. And we sold way more Helinox than the travel chairs because it was more comfortable. Even though they looked almost identical, the shape of the seat was just a little different and they just weren't as comfortable. Not only that, but we sold probably 200 Helinox chairs one summer and, um, and maybe 50 travel chairs that same summer. And we had like one Helinox come back for warranty and we had like 10 travel chairs mm. come back that had broken. So the quality was just not the same. Yeah. The Helinox is just a much better made product. And um, so more comfortable, much better made. Um, and then of course that one chair that did come back, they, it got uh, replaced for free by Helinox, no questions so asked. So Helinox... Did they separate from Big Big Agnes? Yeah, so Big Agnes used to distribute Helinox. Yeah. And now Helinox is doing their own distribution in North America. And as a... Um, I don't know if I... Kind of as a thank you, Big Agnes sourced <laughs> their own Helinox ripoff chairs. Thank you. And um, and so now, now Big Agnes has some some ripoff Helinox chairs that I have to say they're not as comfortable. They're not. There's one chair that I think is fairly comfortable from Big Agnes and it's one of their lighter weight ones, but it weighs like three pounds. Mm. So yeah, I, uh, we have one employee so why in the did shop. Big, Big Agnes wasn't making money on it. So that uh, Helinox or what's the deal? No, Big Agnes <laughs> was. Big own? Agnes wasn't happy that Helinox wanted to do their own distribution. Oh. Uh, Cause Helinox or Big Agnes had distributed Helinox for, or this is just the rumors that I've heard anyway. Um, Big Agnes had distributed Helinox for five, six years, something like that, seven years. Um, and I don't think they were excited that Helinox was now bringing it in-house and doing their own distribution. Mm. It's smart, so for, smart for Helinox yeah. to, do, to do that because obviously they're going to make bigger margins if yeah. they do their own distribution. Big Agnes, at the you know when that happened, they started coming out with their own rip-off versions and they're just not as good we we even sell some i'm looking at a big agnes one right now and um it's not a bad chair but it's not as good as the helinox correct so okay so chairs so helinox yeah for camp chairs awesome and i definitely agree with chase that helinox is the brand to look at for your ultralight camp chair needs so brandon when you're going ultralight Mm -hmm. because i know that's what you mostly do Yes. What's one of your luxury items that you do not sacrifice I on? D- I don't leave home without my mini vending machine. <laughs> um, 
I packed that with me and it has Pepsi's, <laughs> PBR's, <laughs> and Sprite. Uh. And then whoever I see on the trail, I hand them out. And, it's, and everybody loves a, a hiker that hands out free. It's not. It's not for you. It's for the beers, enjoyment yeah. of others. Of others, right? You right, were so selfless. Right. But yes. what's really nice about that one, though, is that you 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 did spend quite a bit more money, but you got the titanium version that is like <laughs> yeah thirty seven percent of the weight of the normal version. Yeah, um, and it's. Like it has the cooling system is kind of heavy, yeah. So, <laughs> right. but I think they they kept it under fifteen pounds, so we're good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, not, no, not fifteen pounds base weight, not including the. No, that's just the, the drinks. vending machine. Yeah, right. then you got to add well, the drinks and the ice. Liquid's pretty light. So. Yeah, liquid's pretty light. Yeah, yeah. I did hike with a friend of mine who decided to pack on a couple of two liter bottles of, <laughs> no way. of pop, and we didn't know he's like we. We assumed he was in pretty good shape and then, but he was walk. he was hiking slow and like, man, what's the deal? You know? And we decided to turn around and he pulls out this two liter bottle of Coke and we're like, I got it. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, that I, could explain a few things. Yeah. Well, I've told you the story of the 12 liters of Gatorade from yeah. that scout, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's one of the first and, episodes. And Jaime, who, uh, may listen, I'm friends with on Facebook still and, uh, but he's I think he's uh I think he's living in you know where the 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 beach in California where you lift weights and your muscle, muscle beach. Yeah, muscle but beach. it's uh Venice Beach, Venice right? Beach yeah. Uh I think like he's a he's a part of that scene. So like, like oh, he's right. always been athletic and, and he and he was struggled on the way into our King's Peak trip into and and then he gets to camp and he pulls out this giant Tupperware of lasagna. Nice. And like that's, lasagna weighs has some my, weight yeah, to it. That's yeah. my kind Stuff. of backpacking. Yeah. yeah. And then like day two to the peak, he was super fast. So, all right, chairs. So moving on, what's something else? I have no idea what I carry. I carry heavy stuff. <laughs> <coughs> flask. <coughs> yeah, flask. So do you camp, do you backpack with a, with a pillow? Uh, yes, I, I own the Nemo pillow. Uh-huh. Um, however, I often forget to pack my pillow <laughs> and I'll just use my, uh, that it's funny cause I don't take a chair. I, I pack heavy in other ways. I don't take a lightweight chair and I often don't take a pillow. I'll use my down jacket as my pillow. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Cause the two things that I was going to say is a chair and my Nemo pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of with Chase. I used to go, I used to just use my down jacket as a pillow. But I started using my down jacket as part of my sleep system at one point to stretch a 35 degree, 40 degree sleeping bag down to the colder temperatures. And so then I didn't have a pillow and I sleep so much better with Mm. a pillow. So I started taking a Nemo pillow. Now the Nemo pillows, um, the Philo is what it's called. They come in a variety of sizes and a variety of weights. And I just take just the traditional one. And it's pretty lightweight and packs pretty small, but I sleep so much better if I have that than if I don't. So that's my my one luxury item that, in addition to the Helinox chair that I take. Yeah. Um, I bring rum. Oh, there you go. That's my luxury item. There you go. Because if you bring rum and powdered apple cider, oh man, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Hot apple cider around camp with a little bit of rum and a flat. And again, the dog carries that in for me, so no added weight to me right, at go. all. 
uh yeah we're good to go so that yeah that's yeah an that's a item. good that's a good luxury item for those that enjoy Who partake yeah yeah super take um so i'm just looking at our our hammocks there um one of our friends and fellow employee here at gear 30 greg bean mm-hmm. he's a big hammock guy and he loves to take a hammock. He's one that he backpacks a lot and he goes really quite lightweight when he backpacks, but he takes a hammock a lot because instead of like a camp chair, he'll hang up a hammock and that will be his chair. Then he can recline on it, lay back on it, but he can sit on it as well like a chair. And you know, the ultralight hammocks, they can weigh a pound as well or, or less than a pound for a good ultralight hammock. So that's a, a potentially a good option. Um, another luxury item that doesn't add much weight is gravity filters. Now we've talked a lot about Mm. gravity filters over the, over the, you know, the course of this podcast, but for most people I would say are still using pump filters, uh, the majority of backpackers out there. And if you have not used a gravity filter, change your life. Oh my gosh. It will blow your mind. There's. And they're just as light, if not lighter, than most pump filters mm-hmm. out there. Oh, totally. Um, but they will just... Because pumping water was like my least favorite camp chore. It feels like the, that's what you have to do. You have to go pump water. Right. Oops. All the time. Weird. You don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let gravity do Let its thing. gravity do its thing. Right. And I saw this um, article on Teton Gravity Research's website that I think it's uh, 30 years of study that they believe that gravity is still doing its thing. Really? <laughs> yes. No way. Like it hasn't let up at all. Huh. Yeah. Mind blown. M- blown. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good investment. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think it's pretty I safe. Mean, <laughs> I think you should invest in some gravity. Yeah. Like those <laughs> pumps. Pumps um, stop working at some point, right? They all stopped but, working. But gravity yeah. doesn't gravity ever stop. Gravity doesn't stop working. Yeah. Your filter's clogged, but that's... If you can, but no, no. Gravity works. <laughs> Gravity works. You know, if you want to think about this in another way, think about all the additional calories you're having to burn and therefore the extra food that you have to pack in order to compensate for pumping mm. your own water. Now you're yeah. thinking. Now you can save that extra granola bar, um, which is at least an ounce. By taking the gravity filter. I, the gravity filter, more than anything, will save your life as far as time. Yeah. You fill the Sanity. bag up, you hang it, and then you stare at nature. <laughs> right. While it does or its just, thing. Or, so what I do, because um, so I've got the Catadine one, and then I use platypus bladders for that just have that, like that quick connect system that most companies use now. Um, and so I'll fill the water bag up, hang it in the tree, connect my three liter bladder to it and leave. I'll I'll set up my tent, do whatever else. And then I come back to it three, five, 10 minutes later, an hour later if I want. And that three liter bladder is full to the, like as, as full as it can be with clean water. And then I clamp the hose, pull that out. And now I've got three liters of clean water that I just use around camp. And as it starts to get kind of low, I connect it again, leave, don't even think about it. And I just, Wait, how come that doesn't overflow? Well, it's just because it's connected to the, the valve. It's a closed system. And so, so the bag your, is, your the bag analogy. is closed. Oh, you're, you're it's not a, using it now. I'm using the platypus platters. Bladder. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. I, for some reason I, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
it's just super convenient. I've always got water on hand. I never have to think about it, worry about it. And before, it's just like, oh, crap, I've got to filter again. And then you ask everybody in camp, anybody need water filtered? <laughs> and then you walk to the lake with like seven bladders I think, and I think water I bottles. I tend to swear the most during filtering. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or used to, yeah. Yeah. Not. I drop the Nalgene in the lake. Right. I do the, like you do all the oh, things. Right. Yeah. So uh, now, now I walk to the stream with the bag, fill up the bag, walk back, hang it from a tree. Done. That's do it. you laugh at others that are pumping? Oh is yeah. That, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, you're pump. Is that, is that a pump? <laughs> oh, no, I, what the I, heck I, are you it's, doing? It's 2019. Do you know what I think Nemo should come out with? Cause the first thing they, they really put them on the map was that inflatable tent. Yeah. They should come up with a, um, an inflatable, uh, like, um, pipe system that goes from the lake <laughs> to your camp, you know, with a little pump on it or whatever. And like, you don't even have to roll out of your tent or, you just know, you just unzip and turn the, yeah, turn the faucet <laughs> from the Nemo <laughs> pipeline oh. that goes right there, turn it off. Good to go. I think you're on to something. Right? There's something there. All right. Yeah. Nemo, if you're out there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of it. Call it the Brandon Pipeline. Brandon Pipeline. Yeah. Nice. Good luck. What other luxury items um, could we add? I'm just thinking about the things that have changed my backpacking experience Well, you said the, the insulated pants. Oh, yeah. Especially for this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, insulated pants will... Versus what? So like that's a luxury item. Versus being versus cold. freezing. Yeah. Versus <clears throat> multiple layers of other types yeah. of pants. So most people take a down jacket backpacking yeah. even during the summer because summer nights in the high mountains still get down into the forties and even well, sometimes summer nights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. And uh, but when you start getting into September and October, which are my favorite times to backpack, now those lows are getting into freezing. So we were just over the weekend, we were with the kids in the Uinas, and there was frost on the ground and out on our tent every morning when we woke up. So it was getting down to freezing. And, um, you know, we would just climb in our tent when the sun would go down. But that's because we had our kids with us and everything. And, um, if the kids aren't there, I don't like going to bed at 8 o'clock or 7.30. I like to hang out and chat and stuff and go to bed at 10. And so, but when the sun's down, it gets butt cold. Mm-hmm. So I throw on insulated pants. They, they can do double duty by, if I want to take a lightweight sleeping bag, I can sleep in the pants and the down jacket and extend the, the comfort range of that bag quite a bit. But it really is like putting on a sleeping bag on your legs in addition to the down jacket and it, and you can just hang out in cold cold temperatures and be super comfortable around camp insulated pad yeah versus Must. a regular pad right yeah and i i use it all of my pads are insulated anyway um year round right but that but sounds like a self-help book or something all my pads are insulated it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a I, philosophical <laughs> camping book all my all my pads are insulated. <laughs> makes you think, yeah, you know, yeah, makes yeah, you think. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes you think, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why would someone say this? Yeah. Why would you not have an insulated pad? <laughs> all my pads are insulated. 
So climate, climate kind of they. Brandon, you're funny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get very much sleep last night. Apparently. I guess not. Um, so climate, when they came out with their pads, they most of their pads weren't insulated, and you got kind of the insulation from the different ridges and the different designs of their pads. In fact, their first one was very open. <laughs> Literally. The, the static or the X the, something so, or other. So I had this, the static V is the first one that I think made it really big. But there was the, like the X. That X frame thing that the was X just frame, like yes, flat yes, just openings right. yep. or whatever. I had one. Yeah. Still have it somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Um, but those pads weren't insulated. And they now have some insulated options, but a lot of theirs still aren't insulated. And for, you know, summer backpacking in a lot of places, you can get by with that. But I find there's such a limited range of, like, comfort range for that. And you save probably, I don't know, from the insulated one that's like 15 or 16 ounces to the non-insulated one that's 9 ounces, you're probably saving 6 or 7 ounces. I just thought of two things I didn't mention on the last episode of stuff that you carry in good, addition. Good time to mention it. Yeah, well, this is my brain. It's so backwards. <laughs> I had that, I can't remember, the, I want to say it was like the static something, but it's the X-Frame whatever climate one, right? Yeah, I'm going lightweight. I'm going to take that pad. As a backup, though, I'll bring this other pad <laughs> just in case. And, I'll use and it both. becomes like a testing thing, right? And I'm like... Okay, yeah, no, I really could just use that pad, but I didn't trust it, right. so I brought a second pad. Uh-huh. So now I got two pads instead of one <laughs> That's pad. That's good. And also, I'd bring a bivy. You don't know. <laughs> what if the tent fails? <laughs> so my bivy is in the tent, in the sleep bag. Like I'm like triple protected. Like I mean, because yeah, you might as well take two <laughs> chairs in case you one of your know. chairs fails. Two this stoves. is me, dude. Like, why'd you pack so full? Well, I got an extra, I got a bivy just in case. You don't know. Two pads, because I don't know, rum. Yeah, like, you got all the, all the things. <laughs> Basically, I'm packing for two. I love yeah. it. That's, that's good. Be prepared. So, what I was going to mention with a non-insulated pad versus an insulated pad, you might save five, six ounces maybe going with a non-insulated pad. But you probably have to add at least that much weight in a warmer sleeping bag to compensate for it. So it's my personal preference. You get a warmer pad and a lighter sleeping bag. Yeah. Carry a less warm sleeping bag and you still stay stay comfortable because that warm pad then stretches over um, multiple seasons and whatever. So I like insulated pads. Don't personally love non-insulated pads. I would say a down bag is a luxury item. Sure. I mean, they're... I mean, a standard in some cases, but as far as lightweight, um, warmth, down is yeah, way to go. And, yeah. yeah, and they'll last a lot longer. They, the lifetime of a good down bag is literally can can be a half a century. And the lifetime of a synthetic bag, they if you're packing them up, pulling them out, packing them up all the time, they lose a lot of their warmth after about the first five years. And you, you may get 10 years of good use out of them before they've lost a significant amount of warmth. So thought of another item I take. Yep. Um, uh, like dry bags. Everything's in a dry bag. I mean, oh. my toothbrush has its own dry bag because, you know, <laughs> it needs a dry bag. So all those dry bags add up. Yeah. You got to, you got to, especially if they're the nice kind with the buckles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, you know. Oh, yeah. we know. Yeah. 
So my sleeping bag that you don't even put in the sleeping bag holder thing right. is mine's in the sleeping bag bag inside in a dry bag. Oh, there Impressive. you go. Yeah. It, nothing's <laughs> there getting you wet. Go. <laughs> I I uh, was going to say, you know, Brandon, we haven't gone backpacking together. We should go. And now after this conversation, I'm thinking, well. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Chase said the same thing after we went skinning together one time. He's like, yeah, I'll wait for you. I don't think Never I saw him the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, well, could, uh, I like being I, alone. I, uh, I just, <laughs> I don't mind me. Okay. <laughs> Hanging out with myself is just fine. I actually think because I like you as a person, I think backpacking would be super fun. We yeah. should do it. But we should, uh, you we just should, show me a few We should things. plan on the base camp style. Yes. Hike in yes. and base camp. Let's not do a through hike. Not a through hike. All right. No. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Any other uh, luxury backpacking? I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch, but you know, well, another thing that I might mention: uh, uh, breakfast foods, I was, like foods. Yep, yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna mention. Yeah, yeah, good breakfast. I like mean, the oat, dr- dry kind. Oatmeal is great. Oatmeal is great, but, but I've had enough oatmeal on backpacking trips in my life to not have any oatmeal ever again. It's light. It's good, but that's one that I try to breakfast is one that I try to. You bring can a do few better meals. than pop tarts. Yeah. yeah. Although Pop-Tarts are pretty good. I like them. Yeah. They're a little heavy. but yeah. Biscuits and gravy, though. Mm. So good. So so good. Yeah, so the um, I always did, ever since Biscuits and Gravy came out from Mountain House, that's been my go-to. This last trip over the weekend, I did oatmeal because it's like, you know, I've had a lot of biscuits and gravy. I'm, I kind of miss the oatmeal. Well, I had four total packets of oatmeal. No, six total packets of oatmeal, and I'm I'm good to go for, with biscuits and gravy for the next year. I'm okay. I'm I've got my fix. I'm what'd you t- What'd you back. take? Apples and cinnamon? No, I I love apples and cinnamon, but I did the the uh, fruits cream. and cream kind. Yeah. So I did like uh, yeah. peaches and cream, strawberries oh, and cream, yeah. blueberries and cream. Is this because you had the kids? Yeah, yeah. The kids wouldn't touch the touch the oatmeal. They didn't touch the oatmeal? No, they they don't. Oh. I don't. I can't. Like, you got if, the creamy kind, fruit. Everything that my kids actually try, they end up liking. But I cannot convince them to try anything that doesn't look like pizza or macaroni <laughs> or cheese sandwiches. And yeah. so oatmeal, I showed them, and, and they looked at it and just went, uh-uh, no way. And we loved it. I'm trying to think of what they had for, oh, yeah, we we took dry cereal, like Cheerios that they could just eat and as actually worked really well because they loved it and it weighed nothing. And so, um, so yeah. So anyway, maybe that those are some items, some ideas for you. If you're looking to spruce up your backpacking trip without adding a bunch of weight, consider those items that we talked about. Um, if you're looking for other, other ways to lighten up or spruce up your, your trip, um, go to gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. And you can see a lot of the uh, apparel and gear items that we have in our store. Um, there's some, you know, we have like ultralight rain jackets mm-hmm. that weigh six ounces. And then you can get your luxury ultralight rain jackets that weigh nine ounces but have all the features like the Rab Kinetic Plus and some of those types of things. <clears throat> so there's a lot of things that you can do to make your trip that much more comfortable without totally weighing you down so um thanks for joining us today don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and if you enjoyed the podcast leave us a review five stars five stars right 
and um and then like us on facebook and follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero that's it i think right yeah thanks for joining us we'll see you on the next episode see you out there